Hey, what's up, guys? This is Biggie. Um, you'll hear about it at the end of the episode in a super shit show fashion. But we opened a web store, and you guys could check that out at uh, mopedmonday.com. And we're actually going to be doing a discount all week for Cyber Monday. So this Moped Monday to next Moped Monday, uh, you'll get 10% off the website. And all you have to do is use the code BLACKMONDAY which is BLK Monday, all one word. And, you know, just thank you guys, you know, a lot for supporting us and listening to the show. And let's, you know, help grow our little weird scene that we got going on. And, so, um, yeah, what are your favorite moped sounds? I don't know, like, touch your flower, is it moving? Like, no, nah, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like a fuck, dude. Welcome to the Mob Hit Monday podcast. I know you all were waiting for it. I didn't go to the emo show tonight. I'm back. I had a nice sip of water. And I'm back, and oh Jason's trying to make goodness. me leave. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, Ashley. It's been like three weeks, huh? Damn, you made it. I'm going to do one of these and shove the microphone uh, inside of your mouth. Okay. So you can't see your cell phone. See? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't listen last week. How was it? It was good, man. We Did, uh, did Justin hold us in? Justin was decided to to like you know have a moment to shine a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if you did or not. I, I, I got to recap. It was a lot of fried chicken talk. <laughs> yeah, everyone also have to tell us if Justin did a good job or not. Uh, I'm no I'm no good judge because <laughs> it's always a shit show. He showed up. Yeah, he was here. Like Jack Brad, was, Brad was like, I'm gonna come over. I'm like, dude, you're only two blocks away. Go over there. Yeah, Jack said he was gonna come. He blew it. So at least Justin made it. You know, support the squad. You playing footsie with me? No, dude. Fuck that, dude. Don't touch me. Oh, stop it. Oh, turkey guts. Mm. So today we had our moped friends giving. You know, uh, you know. Gobble, had, gobble, gobble. We had our family day on Thursday. Hope everyone had a good time with their uh, fam doing their thing. And uh, we did our friends one, and it was good. Lots of food. I worked. I woke up late <laughs> as a bitch, and I was like, fuck. I got to get these rolls started because <laughs> it takes like an hour to proof them and then you got to punch them down and then make them in the dinner rolls and then wait for them to rise. And I don't really know our oven that well because we live in a kind of a weird place at the moment mm-hmm. and it's not the best oven. It's a terrible oven. Is it? Stove. Yeah. Oh, it's so 1960s. old. It's as yes. wide as this table. It's humongous and terrible. Well, okay. But I did it. It they worked. Were good. Lots of people brought... Way too much food. That dude, was really, really so good. So much food. So very much. We're going to have to have a comeback, dude. Moped Monday leftover party. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm full. <laughs> I'll be full for a couple of days. Yeah, it's been a lot of Thanksgiving food for days. So, I don't know. Hope everyone had a good time. But now, like, back and to business. Heat trying to get everybody rum drunk, pouring fucking <laughs> half a cup of rum. She's like, oh, I put some Coke in it. And, like, you look like, oh, shit. Did you just put cocaine in it, or you just like whisper coke over it? Yeah, she didn't sip it first. She doesn't know. She's just pouring. It's I know like, you like rum. It's not wine. Not a wine glass. <laughs> yeah, it was good. 
Dude, mopeds, man. Um, had no mopeds. No just rode them. Nope. Just rode. Mm-hmm. Did we do mopeds one day last week? What, we, what did we ride? No, I think it rained. Everybody cashed out, mm. or it was like cold. Or oh something. yeah, yeah. I didn't do last Monday. Y'all rode on Friday. Yeah, we rode. Thir- I don't know what day we rode. I think it was Friday. Yeah, it was Friday. We all got together and ripped. Met at the uh, Legend Brown. Legend oh, Brewery. yeah. Because we had the day off. I had a day off work. I stayed an all-night ride. <laughs> and we went from another ride and like went and got food. And I got too drunk and had to sleep in the van for a while. <laughs> I get the text. I'm going to go sleep in the van for a little bit. I'll be home later. And it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. Yeah, I said, early. Oh, guess I'm going to bed. <laughs> I do that at like 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap in this truck. Not worth it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I'm tired, I'm not going to drive, dude. Fuck it. Yeah, it's okay. not worth it. Like, I can nap anywhere. That's like, that's what they kind of got from like going to rallies and stuff and road trips. It's just like, I can sleep anywhere. I can too. Yeah, I cannot. Thomas cannot. Bar mid rally in the corner. <laughs> if I, I need st- it, I stayed in the van for an hour or so. You know, I was fucking still tired. I had a huge he- like headache, and I was like, "All right, well, an hour is better than just jumping in the van and driving." So I went to the store yeah. and hung out there for a while and got some water. For sure, it and was a good hot ride chocolate. too. Oh yeah, and a hot chocolate. Mm, I love <laughs> hot chocolate. I still like. I'll order when we go out places. I'm like, yes, I have hot chocolate. And everyone looks at me kind of funny. I'm like. Don't worry, I'm, I'm a child. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah, can I can I also have your tea? <laughs> Dude. Friday, so Friday, yeah, we went on this uh, ride, and uh, Doug brought out the Stalker Yamaha, like, uh, what was that thing? Little QT50? Little QT50. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the bike he lets his like, daughters just like ride around in the backyard. It like maybe does like 28. Eric won that at the Oddball Rally. Hmm. This and, year? Yeah. Okay. That was the raffle bike. Okay. Yeah, we left early, so I don't really know. What yeah, the so that was a raffle bike, and I think he, Doug bought it from him for whatever he bought it for. Yeah. And uh, they got it running, you know, in no time. I mean, it's a cool little bike. This is it was tiny. running already. Okay. It was I supposedly think- running at the rally, and then it wouldn't start, and they raffled it off, and then uh, Eric brought it home and put gas in it or something. Yeah. And fired up. Mm. I rode the Stalker Minarelli uh, city bike. Yeah, the clean one, super yeah. pretty. Super pretty. We hit the off-road trails, ripping through the off-road. Mm-hmm. Who was it? Somebody was like, I didn't know Richmond had this kind of shit. That was a Doug said, I didn't know Richmond oh, yeah, had trails yeah. to offer. Yeah, just like little BMX, I mean, little mountain bike trails and stuff. And cutting through, taking some good pics. Pissing off the, uh, the bikers. Yeah, hang on. It wasn't too bad. There were only a couple of them, a little family. That's why I only go through them in the wintertime. I, don't, I try to stay out of there in the summertime. Yeah. Like I, I'm just like that's a little spot to the side of that. I'm like that'd be a cool spot to like make our own trails or something. Yeah, they were like bitching course. about it, and then they're like, I think they saw us dip off to the left, and they're like, oh, we can't really say shit because they're not on our technical yeah, trail like outside of it. Yeah, we're passing it. through. Mm-hmm. But I like the little the little run up trail before that, like when you're coming down the main road and you pop into that little one like right beside it. Like that one's. That's the fun. first time I've ridden that one. I always stayed off of it just because you know. Just never have taken that like inlet, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, Jason's yeah. gonna go for it." Yeah, I'm one, in. That one's cool, man. Like, not a lot of people ride it, so it's like I know it's always pretty clear. Like, it's got a, it's got another side of it that loops back the other way. If you, but it it's weird cut through. It cuts back in the middle somewhere. Open Monday trail rides. <laughs> it's back. It'll be dark though, so even better. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mary went out with us. She had her little maxi, and like it was doing all right. It's like you know. Hanging. She's learning. She's like, the throttle is fucked up. It's running like shit. But like, I don't even know what she's describing necessarily. Yeah. 
I'm like, yeah, until you ride it, it's kind of hard to like figure out things, especially when people like make sounds and like. That's what I told oh, It's like dirt, dirt, dirt. You know, you can't figure it out. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like the hardest thing to describe like a moped problem to like. Just like the throttle is a piece of shit. I'm like, do you mean like like you give it throttle and like it doesn't do what you think it should do, or is the throttle like stick in like? And she did not explain it to me exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things you just gotta like. Yeah, let me ride it real quick. Let me hop on. Yeah, let me get it for sixty bucks an hour. Okay. <laughs> Dude, I like, uh, so I bid the, uh, we built that, that, uh, Hobbit the other week for, um, Alexander when he came to town and like that thing worked out pretty great. And Did I you take it like, home and blow it up yet? No, no. He's still like killing it and he's ripping around. I'm just like, dude, that thing was so much fun. That I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna build another Hobbit. Even though I have one, I'm like, well, I have three other Hobbits like in the stacks and one of them had a DR kit that I got from Sack Smog Squad like at a rally two years ago for twenty dollars or something, like in the middle of the night, like man, buy this kit, man, it's, it's good. I know it you runs. like hobbits. It's like it runs. It just needs t- like the exhaust stud tapped or something. I'm like, all right, fuck it, I'll buy it. And it sat on my shelf forever. And I had a pipe, and I had did a you old, tap it? I had an old crank that I used to have, and I, I yeah, threw tapped new threads in the exhaust port, just made them a little bigger. Like I matched, I just put them both bigger, and then um, put it all together and like. Fired up, and I was like, oh, man. Perfect. Yeah, boys and reeds uh, with the AV7 intake mod that mounts to the regular stock Hobbit intake. Nice. And then you just cut out the airbox, and you can run a shawl. It's like the old, like, RVA, like, shawl trick. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anyone else is, uh, out there has done that before, but it's like, well, it's kind of, like, easy to not have to do that now because there's all this, you know, MLM intake tech that, like, wasn't around, you know, six, seven years ago. Like, I got to build that Hobbit. I've got to. Do something with it. I mean, that's the best way I think. Oh, well, you can do it now and just buy like a, just buy an intake that mounts the stock intake, so you get regular stock intake reads. And yeah. Buy a new intake and you can mount up anything you want. I don't know if I want to spend a ton of money on it though, because I'm just gonna get rid of it. Fifty bucks. Yeah, I talk about in general, like crank pipe kit. Yeah. The thing needs paint. You just you get it with a pipe. Stock like, pipe. Yeah, stock with a pipe. I'm like P51 or is it P52? Red. All red? All red. Uh, might be a PF52. What's the difference? All red. Uh, ooh. Super, super restrictions. Like the PF51, the intake is like pinky size versus like thumb size. Okay. And then like the same thing with the reeds are tiny. The, the, the stock exhaust that comes on it's super, super restricted. Like maybe like the size of a dime. Nice. Like it's so, nice. Like it's so small in PF51. Like mad restrictions i'll have to pull it apart and check it out yeah. it's easy to, it's really easy to find out you look i'd rather rebuild thing. a hobbit than a fucking um motor mm. i don't want to i mean that's the thing like i don't like fucking stock just because, canes. just because of the variation like a gadgetry of like for stock when you gotta i don't mm. know how that shit goes back together and like at least i can see it on a hobbit you know yeah. you need that super the super deep needle nose yeah or super deep uh circuit pliers yeah I know a lot of people just like bust it off and just like replace the circlip. Like fuck it, circlips are so cheap. Like why buy a specialty tool? I got a whole uh, bunch of them from like the Harbor Freight store in a pack. They're all organized. It's pretty nice. Yeah, like I didn't have any, but like I don't, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I don't really need them, and then that one time you do. So I've been like trying to slowly buy like the sets of things. Like okay, here's like the set of all the electrical connectors I need, and you know, set of all the little circlips and O rings and dumb shit. Still trying to figure out what Ashley's just doing, spinning her watch around. That's probably why she broke it the first time. 
Come on, dude. You've got to set a time, man. No. So it has all kinds of dials on it. It's got three dials. One for the date, one for the day of the week, and one for the, like, is it 12 or is it noon? Like, is it midnight or is it noon? So it tells you, like, it's 24 hours, it's 20 hours. Mm. And the dials, like, one of the dials got messed up, so Thomas took it to the store to have it fixed, and he didn't set the dial in the right place when he reattached it. That motherfucker. Usually there's, like, so, three clicks. That son of a bitch. <laughs> it's two clicks. So I'm, so just trying to, I'm just trying to figure it back out and set the timing right. And so I think I just finally found, figured it out. So, Ashley. So, Jason. Is setting the time on your watch easier than setting the timing on your moped? Mm, both of them you just have to, like, play with. So, no. Like... Oh, wait, a, yes. Setting my watch is way easier. Never mind. It wasn't a trick question. No, I was I was thinking about, like, like tuning my car, not timing my moped. Yeah, I can't time my moped. What are you talking about? I like time my Hobbit because that doesn't require any work, really. I've watched Thomas do it many of the times. She has not. I have. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, she's in the same room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen him do it lots of times. Yeah, that little feeler gauge thing. Oh, dude. So this feeler is... gauge. Sometimes he like brings a tape out <laughs> and like yeah. Yeah, I gotta get that three hundred sixty degrees. You know, dude. So one of my favorite things to do, like when I'm like talking to someone about hobbits and showing them how to work on hobbits. I don't know if it's like childish because it probably is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But like I'll be like. It's just weird. It's not like it's not like really anything, but I just kind of laugh at it. So I'll just take the um, so I'll just take like the feeler gauge and I'll be like, so this is how um the feeler gauge works, and like we'll go to like the wiki and pull up you know this little chart that has like you know the scale for your bore and what you know feeler gauge size you need. I'm like, all right, this is the size you need, and pull it out, and I'm like, well, what's it supposed to feel like? I'm like. Oh, here, you hold the feeler gauge, and I'll put like the little end piece between my fingers, and I'll hold it just ever so slightly. I'm like, now move it back and forth. Slide it in. (laughs) (laughs) This is where it has to stay. It has to stay right here. And I'm like, my fingers are good. I'm like, you feel that? And they're like, yeah. And then I'll and then I'll hold a little tighter, and I'll be like, that's Kegels working. And then, I'll, and then I'll hold it, then I'll like lose my fingers like way loose. I'm like, you like that? No, you don't? Okay, per- yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's like a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> so like that's kind of how I explain how like how a feeler gauge should like feel. Like I just have to make the person hold it in their hand and move it back and forth so they oh, feel. Oh, so it slides out and out? So they feel like that little drag that yeah. like, you should feel when you're setting your point gap. No, nah, for me, I'm just like, you're not even going to fucking get this far. Let me just set your points. <laughs> Fucking moron! Get out of here! I don't. Yeah, when you actually want to figure it out yourself, you'll you'll do it. You can fuck the fuck off. So that's like you know, that's how I don't know, that's how it works when you're trying to do a little feel gauge thing. I like to feel your gauge, dude. So let's hop the up on me for a little bit, dude. Have y'all have y'all seen the um the super good thread that's um. You're like in the distance right now. People are gonna just hear you like in like another room right Scooch now. Scooch up close to Jason Grab a like mic. you like him. Just stay where you're at. Just don't talk. <laughs> oh, that's so not nice. 
Stay the nigga in the corner. Easy. This is public radio. Now we have to put explicit lyrics it's on not, here. Why do you have to go there right out of the gates, okay? Now you ma- you're just trying to make me feel uncomfortable because There's I'm no white. There's no uncomfortable thing about me being black. I'm black already. Stop so, yelling in the background. N- Nigel, didn't you say earlier that you were off the sauce? Did that just mean you were not drinking soda anymore? No, hot sauce. You gave up hot sauce. Yeah, yeah. Because not, not on the soda thing. I'm, I'm just now, like, catching this. Yeah, not on the soda. No yeah. sodas. Beer and liquor. Good. No, not, beer and liquor not, only. No, no, no. I, I, Light on liquor, but uh, drink beer. You know saying that, uh, I think you gotta turn that mic on. You have to like do this thing where you put your mouth close to it. Turn everybody, the mic on. Everybody in Moped everywhere knows that I'm super narcoleptic. So it's like I fall asleep <laughs> sometimes at the Philly rallies. Every Philly rally. Mm-hmm. Some, sometimes at Actually, the Philly rally. <laughs> there's never been a Philly rally that I didn't fall asleep in. I'm pretty sure there's pictures. There's, Every no, time. there's only one. The, the, my first one was on Father's Day, which was kind of sick, but it sucked. But, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't fall asleep. This isn't that. a fucking therapy session, man. <laughs> sometimes I just, I, just got, I just want you guys to know that if I can, uh, my heart hurts sometimes. Hey, man, I'm going to buy, I got these jet Why skis. I want to know if I can sometimes. put... Let's talk about this, Nigel. No, no, seriously, but Tom, Thomas is talking about jet skis. Yeah, fucking uh, jet skis. We're gonna put pipes to the front of the hood, like a yeah, redneck. Yeah, so yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to make like, trying to make like uh, redneck jet ski. Jet ski. Like, like they have redneck jet ski, dude. Fucking like pipes come through the fucking hood and shit. It's be, be hot. It'd be like super hot. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know. Fucking wet, wet, dude. Wet, wet all the way. So we got this left field wet wet talk out of nowhere. Just so you guys know, we still we just had the friendsgiving. We still have friends here, and we're like, hey guys, um, we're gonna ditch you and podcast in this uh, other room. And we didn't even really tell anyone. We were just like, we we got we gotta go we gotta go do our in our our thing, you know. Thomas Matthew. They just disappeared. It was not like like it was like, oh yeah, we're fucking there you go. They turn around, they're all that's left. Yeah, you can squeeze in there. Just grab a little hole. Mary, uh, Lady King, <laughs> uh, here to say that we fuck. <laughs> Lady King. Hi, this is Mary from the Lady Kings. Brought to you by Lady Kings. They fuck. That motherfucker's talking about me trying to plug shit. Like, what are you talking about? Like, Lady Kings keeping you keeping you dry. She she went went in the back rooms like Lady King. That's what she did. Like straight up, she just dropped dimes on new club. New club coming to you. M.A., what's up? <laughs> Ladies only. So, uh, and they're not gay, dude. Lady Kings can't rap. Lady Kings, they're straight. <laughs> so Mary from the episode from um, The Stolen Maxi. Yeah, that's, that's that, that's that no. chick. That's Mary, she's here. Um, she's new to mopeds. This is like her first year, her first bike. She got a bag. And Stolen she, Valor though, because it's not even your club. And she's been she's been sticking she's been sticking in hanging tight. <laughs> and now uh, I think yeah, I, stolen name. Well, I think when we had that episode, we kind of talked about it. And I think that's kind of when their club name came up. You know, Lady Kings, like the moped club. And it's it's got it's got no members. Oh God! No, here we go. Ring, ding, ding, ding. Lady Kings. 
door before Michael gets out. We got mad dogs here. There's like five we have one founding dogs. Member. Um, and little ring dingers just walked in the room too. So, so Lady Kings. Oh. <laughs> I'm honored to have another captain in the room. I'm a treasurer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not an actor. High five, so am I. The, the, you're a treasurer too? Yes, ma'am. You actually but don't. You don't you? have to prospect. We'll Wait, take you. We'll are take we both you. treasurers? Do we have to fight over treasury duties? I'm not in no. the Lady Kings. Wait, you want to be in Lady Kings? I'm not in Lady Kings. <laughs> One taken from the Rousers. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Kings. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, <laughs> So what you guys uh Carburetor. So what you guys uh Carburetor. <laughs> I gotta change my jet. <laughs> you know more than I do. <laughs> so what bikes do you guys have? I actually have the Pook Maxi waffle bike, trademark. <laughs> and, and she fucks. Since, since you're gonna put me on blast like that, yeah, I have a couple of bikes. I have, I, I got this really cool, like, uh, 505 T2K. I don't know if you guys know about sex kickstart shit, but I got that. No, damn. The boy got a couple of them now. I got a Cobra. I like to ride the snake. It's slithering this way and that. It's a cobra, man. It fucks. It fucks. The last thing this episode does is fuck. This, this episode is straight dry humps, dude. I don't have enough uh, rum for this. The rum was flowing in the kitchen earlier tonight. <laughs> the Coca-Cola was scarce. Scarce. Slight. I think I, I have the only Coca-Cola. No, I, I found half of one before I came in here, by the way. Okay. Yeah, yeah so never let Jason's lady ever make you anything kind of drink. Oh, my God. It, it tasted like pure gasoline. <laughs> Gasoline. Gasoline. Just when you thought we were pulling our shit Gasoline. together. Uh, and I, I haven't had anything to drink today. Oh my god, yeah. You didn't drink anything? No. You had a beer. I had a beer and a half. At like three o'clock. Alright, so yeah, I'm, I'm Nigel. Hey, I'm here. Uh, I've, I've I've reverted from the uh, the the super French super French game. I haven't reverted, but I, I'm still burning, building French bikes. But I I got my whew, to that German game. Got, got that sax game on. There's a bunch of people that love sex, dog. Everybody loves sex. 
Everybody loves sacks. You know what I'm saying? You can't rep your sacks until the bike runs. That's the bike's it, in the car, dude. It's right, no, 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 it's no, right it's now. It's in the car. Until when you get, that when you get motor done. runs, no one cares about your sacks. When sax. you get done with that, you can come over here and rep my sack. Wow. Hey, Thomas, I'll, I'll pull your sacks anytime you want me to. <sighs> I was like on my way to making a point and like, you know, proceeding ahead gone. to the next. Should have locked the door. To the next section of our, of our episode journey. Homies are out. It's like, it's, it's, it's like the walking dead out this bitch. We're just out here. So welcome to Open Money Podcast episode 57, where you never know what's going to happen. Alright, fuck it, let's push the button again. Yeah, let's go, let's go further. Let's, so, let's read some. Um, what are your favorite moped sounds? I don't know, like touching flying, was it moving? Like no, yeah. I can't put it locked up. Fuck what the fuck, dude! We just need, we just needed to reset, mm-hmm. oh. so I figured we play the intro music Calming. over again. <laughs> Welcome to hey, Monday Podcast, episode fifty-seven. Zero five seven. Black black with these we're three in the room. We're only black black for like what? another month, dude. What 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 the club formerly known as Black Black Lady will be changing our moped club name to Wet Wet for 2020. Oh my gosh. Is that going to be official? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'm trying to 2020. I'm trying to get Simon to make it for official. I think it'd be yes. funny. That'd be sick. Are y'all going to have cuts and everything? Yes. Uh, wet Wet? Life Vest. Life Vest. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sound type! Sound type! Oh my god, dude. Sound type. Please, please don't show up in speedos. Don't put your dirty hands on the wall. Our our whole club is just like best in speedos next year. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I washed my hands a couple times. Dude, let's talk about something serious. Let's talk about something serious. Um, Tampa rally. Yeah, what's up with that? You trying to hit that? Yeah, the Tampa. I I would like to hit the Tampa rally. I'd like to take that that two speed. Guess, guess who we could go see if we go to the Tampa rally? My brother. No. Ornell's, um, Ornell's in, uh, in in Tampa. Who's that? Ornell. He's yeah, uh, one of the uh, one of the blasters. The, the what are they called? The uh, who's a little Orlando boy? Um, yeah, like, I was thinking Patterson Hood <laughs> is playing a solo show yeah. on that Friday <laughs> in oh, Tampa. Oh, is he really? Yeah, and then the next week we'll see him in Charlottesville. <laughs> I, I, I think I think going Dude, to let's do that. That'd be sick. I think we all should go to the um, the the. Uh, the Patterson Hood show? No, no. <laughs> the, the, the Tampa rally because I mean it'd be, be sick. It's like so, what's the last yeah. time all of us been in Florida? It's we, been a while, dude. Never. Kind of like places. When, when was the last time we've done a large crew crew it's drop? It's been a while. It's been a while. We and haven't like, we haven't done that in a while. The whole, like Inverness thing, and I feel like that was like the beginning of the RVA scene, like kind of like was, venturing out of state, black, black. like in big groups. It's, uh, so I looked it up. Like, it's know. it's what twelve hours to get down there. Yeah, it's not too bad. Thirteen and a half. Like Tampa? Yeah, only when, like actual driving time is like right at 11 and a half, 12 hours, and then stops or whatever yeah, yeah. gets added in. So I'm going to send my bike with y'all. No, we're going to take both the vans. Wait, when is this happening? 
I'm going to send my bike with y'all. So, so it's called the Tampa Two-Stroke Tangle. And it's February 7th through 9th. And, you know, there's some details posted on MA already in the general forums. If you're not going, you should go. And uh, the guy says he's got a private HQ for 100 plus bikes. Uh, Friday night's going to be a six mile long ride, which seems short. Like 60 or six. Well, if, you, if, if you're bringing a blaster, it's going to be sick. No, six miles. It'll be like over. Is this a scooter <laughs> That's rally? That's a whole tank of gas for me. No, this is a scooter rally. No, I think it's a moped rally, man. Like I didn't no, see no, no, no. This, this is this is this is my pet rally for sure. I don't know the guy who's putting it on. Um, he messaged me. You have to look at the uh, the gen form. Saturday right, Saturday looks pretty good. Like reserved for like everything. Like they doing a rally and fucking all kinds of shit. Pretty tight. I know thread going. He's got a little, you know a good location. Apparently locked down. Um, I don't know. I think it's gonna be interesting. Plus, like you know, we got some friends that have been back in town, and then they've already kind of invited us to come down. They want us to go to Florida. So I think if we pull like a decent group together, we could probably bring 10, 12 people from Richmond. Probably 15. Yeah, pick me up at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> You're not your airport. I like, I don't fucking want to ride with you niggas anymore. <laughs> Yo, dude, harsh. Chill. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I might come. I need relax. <laughs> I also want to take time off work. I can just fly in. All right, I'm not trying to ride with you people anymore. Yeah. It's like 150 bucks anyway. to fly into Tampa. Oh, because you're gonna do the uh, round trip. So, so That's pretty cheap. You yeah, don't ride bad. anyway, <laughs> Nigel. Oh. I thought she I was mean, talking dude. to me. I was oh, about real, to say. Real talk. <laughs> Lady <laughs> Kings have been at the last uh, six moped Mondays, and Nigel has been in zero of them. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just this year. <laughs> Nigel. I don't know Nigel's last moped Monday. Whatever, dude. Fuck off. Oh. I don't know the last time I saw my- Nigel riding moped. Come on, Ashley. Stop yeah. trying to find me right now. Come I on, saw come. it. It was Philadelphia. He brought a broken bike and he tried to fix it before the ride. Oh. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this on. I'm gonna put this on blast on on national on national radio TV. International assholes. Sorry, my bad. Yes. What we're gonna do is. Nigel's gonna come to every rally that I, every rally that you see me at, I will have a running bike. Prior, to, prior to getting there, prior to, it, it will it will come off of the trailer running. So you every, I, and every anybody who's hearing this, seven. everybody who's hearing this, I just want you to know that that I will if have you see Nigel. better bikes, blasters than you have. Period. <laughs> so if you, if you're ready, if you're ready for the if you're ready for the heat, just come come find me. He says he's showing up. What's in the a bet? Blaster Club T-shirt. And Whatever everything. bet you want, Thomas. What's the there bet? was no bet because he didn't say how many rallies he was going to. He just said, "If you see me at a rally, <laughs> he says I'm gonna have a better blaster than you." True statement, Ashley. True statement, Ashley. You, you, you straight up true. He's not well, showing up. Well, I know he's going to find him at a rally. If you find see me. Him. He didn't show up. Cool. He's, he's sleeping. sleeping. He's going to be at yeah, the Black yeah. Black Rally. Yeah, if you see me sleep, that doesn't count at all. Don't leave. Don't fucking start packing shit on top of me. Are you going to the Wet Wet Rally? What? You going to the Wet Wet Rally? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to... Are you going to the Wet Wet Rally? Richmond. RVA. I ha- I'm, I'm What's your better blaster bet? <laughs> It's gonna be on the water, son. If so, if somebody's gonna bring something, if you if you want if you want if you want to blast if you want to blast me at my own rally, then bring a jet ski. Bring a bring a tune jet ski. I have three already. Really? Yeah. Apparently, 
Yeah. Fucking no, redneck, no, stacking up jet skis. Okay. That's the whole point of the wet Bring jet skis. See if you see, see if you can see if you can, can box with it. Yeah. Hey, Nigel. Jet, ski, jet skis are cheap. Dude. Does your jet ski fuck? My jet skis box. <laughs> I don't know, but all the lady, all the lady kings, by the way, fuck. <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> they all fuck. We'll just, we'll just wash our titties and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, so back to the rally. Our, the dates of the rally are again February 6th through 9th. I mean, 7th through 9th. And it's in Tampa Bay, Florida? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Room for 100 bikes. Friday night says uh, night rally. I can't read it. It doesn't matter. Six mile long ride. Seems short. Make it longer. It's just a short ride on Friday. We can fix that. All we Saturday. gotta do is get a map. We'll make our own ride. We, we can make it long ride. Oh short. my gosh. Stop bashing on this rally. You haven't even been to. We're not bashing them. Not We're bashing. just telling them. Like six miles is too short, dude. I you have it. no idea what that six mile adventure is I might get full variation before I get to the end of six. Dude, it could be six <laughs> miles off road through Gator Country. Yeah. Let's see who gets eaten by Gator. Gator hopping. Okay, I, I'm into it. Well, that's it. We talked about it. Florida, <laughs> check it out. If you guys want to know more, hop on up at Army, hit the forum, and look for it. Ask some questions, man. Maybe we'll see you guys there. It'd be cool if we did. Um, somebody else had a section, a uh, question in the repair section about a broken cylinder skirt. Like he has a crack. Cut that shit off. Cylinder. Cut it off. What do you say? <laughs> I think I think you should cut it off. Like uh, mate the situation with. Sometimes the, uh, I don't cut them. I just fucking hit them with a hammer and finish it off. Yeah, just yeah. Cut it, it off, it, dude. Fucking, and then you still run it, right? Yeah, file it. There's a yeah. bike out in the wild oh. that I sold a guy that uh, I was gonna put the kit on Mary's bike, but the cylinder skirt was uh, bent in a little bit, and then so I hit it with a hammer a few times trying to straighten it out. Just tapped it, and it just cracked it. So I just knocked it the rest of the way off and chamfered the edge of it and yep. put it. Put it in the bike I had for sale because I didn't want to lose the money on the kit. Yeah. Only thing I could do is make sure, it, make sure it doesn't walk. You know what I'm saying? You make sure the crank doesn't walk anywhere. Directional. And I mean... Walk it like you talk. <laughs> walk it like it. Talk it. But seriously, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I mean, you can... You can you can modify it. Yeah, I say it. fuck the skirt. It's not uh, the most imperative thing. I mean, like, I'm sure it helps. I mean, like... It's a guide. It's if, a guide. If you're on the racetrack, it might help. It doesn't, it. dude. Maybe. What? This, the cylinders, the, the, the piston does not go into the skirt. The piston goes, like, right to the bottom of the skirt. So it's, like, it's literally not, the whole situation. Yeah, on some of them they do. Like, but the whole situation, like, the whole rotation of the motor, it doesn't really, like, it, the skirt is not necessary. Unless you have a um, a, a piston that, that pulls, like, you say you have, like, a like a hundred, or, uh, like, a 200 millimeter piston, like, you're saying, like, a 200 millimeter crank that's going, like, dropping back Never into. You, you <laughs> we just give him the eyeball to you like what are you talking about these dudes are looking at me like I'm an asshole he, we, no he, we get it skirts or jorts I said crank <laughs> there you go Ski- <laughs> heat rules with the with the skirts yeah so you don't need a skirt you gotta you gotta crack in your cylinder skirt man your best bet is smack be- it before it gets worse just get rid of it yeah, crack just, it smack it and tamper it and like you know, hit it with a file. You know, get that sharp edge off the edge, yep, yep. and right, dude. It's fine. Yeah, I ran, I ran a no skirt. I ran a no skirt piston. I wear short shorts and cylinder for. And you can get a good deal on that time, shit because Street says like chipped or cracked skirts. Fuck them. Or you can just off. ask your you can ask your homie and be like, yo, I know you got some fucked up shit around. I thought you let me take that. I ran a fucking I, my. Um, <laughs> 
I ran a Polini. My Polini E50. That's one of the first ones I've ever seen run with no skirt. Like I, uh, I yeah. showed you. Remember? Yeah. I showed my Polini. My Polini E50 ran for like another year with no skirt on it, and it was just and like that kit with a skirt probably still would have run another year. It would have. You know it would have I mean? ran the same life regardless. cycle. It was just it was it was tuned well. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it was tuned well enough to not to not seize, but it had no skirt on, so it was just like mated to where it would need to be. Yeah. So people were like, you know, oh, you need to get a new kit. Like, nah, fuck that dude. Justin, no, that shit. Justin's like that. You don't have to. You this don't have fuck. I would run that. Nah, fuck you that. don't have to. You don't. You don't always have to buy a new kit. New kits are like new kits are for new kids. If you're if you're a tuner, just fucking. Just I try not to buy it in general, just because like that's kind of the part of the challenge. Good, cheap and fast. Like let's cheap and fast every day. Put ten dollars in rings in it and see what happens. <coughs> see for sure, dude. You know what I'm saying if it don't work, you still got extra rings. Extra rings and actually, you laughing at Ashley? Heat. She's heating up her fucking elbows, huh? I am lotioning my elbows right now. And she's giving the parade wave. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, no, 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 like, like, like the the it's prom, the, the prom wave. Hannah it's is coming. Is yeah, it's it's the queen wave. That's the queen wave. Yeah, it's the yeah. royal wave. Yeah, that's, that's how they got it because yeah. the queen had ashy elbows. And that bitch is fucking dusty too. You know what I'm feeling? No, I'm talking about I'm talking about Queen Elizabeth yeah. number. Yeah, I didn't do shit with mopeds. I just rode them. We went on that ride. I didn't tune any. I didn't fuck with any. I didn't touch anybody else's shit. He Easy tried way. to convince me to work on mine several times, and I said no. Thomas, but you. you're also that dude that fucking like. Oh, you, I did you're, work you're on You're a very good tuner. Like I put you the tire. Tom, you and Jason are very good tuners, so it's like when uh, 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 Mary gets back in, I put the tire back on the Gila E50, the little blue bike, mm-hmm. and sent her around the block on that, and she came oh, back all she, smiles. With smile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, with smile. Did, she, did she come back with tears though? Uh, did you guys talk about last week's small ride when uh, yeah, he fucking fired that bitch up and what, almost what, what, ate what it into the fence? Uh, Alexander first fired up the Hobbit we built for him at the rebuild party. Oh, he, dude, no, Jason, so, told, Jason called yeah. me, or I called to Jason. It was like he was like, dude, this fucking thing is fucking ripping dicks. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, <laughs> he was like, he was like, he's like, he's like, he's like, miles per hour long. Faster than yours was? Yeah, yeah, he's, he's like, he's like, yo, you, oh, we're fucking, like, Jason, Jason, like, I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? We're homies, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, Jason's like, yo, this thing was like so much faster than my bike. Like, <laughs> it was killing him. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Like, you have all the bells and whistles on your shit, you know what I'm saying? He's like, nah, dog, I built somebody else's bike. And Jason, go ahead, take That's it. That's how it always he, works. Just taking it. He fucking built somebody else's bike. That was faster than his. You know why? Because he put more time into this bike than he, not not say that he would have been to put in his, but more direct time into this one, and like did all the things that he would have normally done to his. And the funnest shit it was it was like a lot of guessing. Yeah, We're like, what yeah. springs we put in it? Ah, fuck it. Let's just throw these in. These usually work pretty good. Yeah. Oh, what's the jet? Yeah, this ought to be good the enough. Weight, the right? weight situation. Jason was like, hi, him. All that shit, and like, then threw some like, dice at that bitch. And then we had fired it up a few times off the stand. I mean, like on the kickstand, like got it fired up, and like not really heat cycled it, but just kind of ran it just and like, like did some tuning on it. And he's like, "All right, well, cool. Let's take it for a rip." And that shit fucking killed me because he started pushing it up the hill in the back alley, pedaling it, and couldn't get it to start. He's like, "Fuck!" Then he turned around, like he starts going past the garage. It was almost like something if you could make almost like the dude he. 
Yeah, Alexander, Ooh. you could have almost made a cartoon, like, frame by frame, like, no moped, the front wheel of the... Like, you know, if you're, like, looking inside the garage, out into the alley, there's nothing there, and you see a front wheel of a moped, and you see a little bit more of the moped, and then it fires up, and he looks to his left, and his No eye, way, he's like... His eyeballs get as big as fucking saucers, and that thing just goes tits up, man, wheels to the air. <laughs> no way, really? And he's like... <gasps> fucking sets it down, and he's like, goes around, like... I was really looking forward to like seeing that dude like because like when I first got here on um, I got here on Friday night and I was like I, I met him you know what I'm saying like did the like the whole meet and greet shit but it was like yeah dude we we we're gonna fuck this shit up and then I had to work all day on Saturday we weren't gonna let him play it off either he went he like he left he did the little wheelie and, like he got his shit together like you know like shook it out or whatever because you know he was he was like spooked right stoked, out of the gate you know stoked. but he was probably stoked fired up he didn't know how to handle it he got around the mud puddle went around the block came back and he's like yeah that was cool it was like yeah it looked like wait, it was wait, lost wait, wait. he was like so was yeah, it dude super... i was scared <laughs> was, it, was it super torquey was it like super torquey off the lawn it was killing it i took it off the block and i fucking like wheels up to like, like out of the gate like, it was like, fast straight up dude hell yeah it was faster than my bike yeah definitely no it was faster than jason's bike i'm not all right so like i'm sorry i'm sorry podfit i'm sorry podfit or Credit Real Credit do anything that's new, freshly built, like right out of the gates, brand new kit, new reach, new everything, new carburetor. New you, car- know, yeah, you know, like it's going to kill out of stock the gates. Va- stock variator. S- stock rear variator. S- stock country spray. Say it again, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't there, dude. Shut up. <laughs> I, 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 I know because I, I, I believe them this thing. It's just different. It's different. Oh, no, I'll kill it. <laughs> it might be. It might get me off the line though. That thing was boss off the line. My Thomas. Dude, that thing was boss off the line. Let's cook off the line. Oh, right, Mary, how'd you like your small ride on the? Uh, let's talk I'm about that. I built one bike that I'm like scared of. So I, I took the uh, blue bike, put a new tire on it, the blue uh, Gila kit that's got a uh, thousand, hundred thousand miles on it, and oh sent Mary around the block. Oh that was amazing. It ripped. I, like, I don't know if I can ride it. I was like, oh no, I'm scared. Then I got on and I was like, <laughs> She fucking took that thing. See I thought she was just going to rip it around the block. No, I came back like 30 minutes later. I, I thought Mary was just going to rip it around the block. She ended up taking it through the park, like cruising around. I was like, fuck, this girl is going to run out of gas. Fast. It goes so fast. It was 60 miles per hour, right? Yeah, roundabout, yeah. It was amazing. It was incredible. It was incredible. No, it was so fun. I, when I wrote it, I was like, let me put this, this bike fast. Let me put this on my phone. It's up there. It, gets, it boogies. It's like 63. It's all relative. Like, once you get comfortable that with one was speed, actually like, comfortable 500 miles an hour doesn't feel shit, bad, you know? Is like, it's like really, like, no, that's a good saying? bike though. But she was like, talking about how do I make my poo faster, like more clutch, more you know everything. It's right, like man. yeah, well, it takes time, and like yeah. you're never and gonna do it right out of the gates if you're doing it yourself. It, you know, it takes time and it takes work. And here's the thing about mopeds: it's like they're easy to learn how to ride on because they're the lightweight and like the low speed. And then when you incrementally make them faster, like cool, another five miles faster doesn't really seem like but much. Also, the, but you but you learn how to ride at that pace, and then you go another five miles faster. You learn how to ride at that pace, and you go another five miles faster. And before you know it, you're going in your fifties. So when you get on a bigger bike or something, or you get on a really fast bike, like it doesn't seem sketchy, it doesn't seem scary. It doesn't well, seem I, th- like I think fast. every every time every time you go up a step, sorry Thomas, you're good. Uh, go, go every time it. you go up a step, you're learning something. Well, for for me, it's like the faster we go, I like to upgrade the shit. So Ashley's bike, you know, her Pliny was going pretty fast already. 
We upgraded her front suspension, the shocks, the wheels, the tire, shit like that. Try to upgrade the brakes, but they still suck. You know, and so that's a big thing too. So if you can get a nice uh, set of front forks and now your bike is more stable at a faster speed, yeah, you're going to sure. be a better rider because you've got better equipment. You know, Absolutely. So, like uh, those EBRs and all that shit is good, but the extra money putting hydro forks is kind of worth it. You know, well, like, if you're gonna put it does way more. It is heavier. Yeah, but if you're if you're gonna put the bigger force on there, you might as well upgrade the the the. the if you can afford it, it's money, you know. But like it, like for a bang for the buck, like I said, a hydros puts a little bit of weight on the front end, and they dampen good, and they're just like stiff as a board. They, like on on my um on my 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 Maxi Peugeot, uh, I upgraded the I have the um, Maxi Peugeot. I don't know that I know this bike. You haven't seen it yet. It's coming. Have you, you seen Have you seen this bike yet? yet? <laughs> no one's using I've been trying to. Yet. Oh, I haven't been, been able to fucking put the bike together because I fucking can't weld it yet. Because I don't have a helmet. I'm not going to weld it bonding. Fucking assholes. That's funny. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Same guy that asked me to borrow my helmet. <laughs> we're going to. No, we're going to go ahead and move on. We're going to get it going. It's, guys, I thought you had a helmet already. We're 44 minutes. I'll start looking in. for one. We've tried it every once. We're going we're gonna to move along. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, I'll try to so, find you a helmet. This week we we do have a call. We do have a guest. Uh, if you somebody's calling us. If you followed us on Instagram, you know already because we've we've posted and asked a couple questions and you know try to hype it up a little bit. But our friends out in LA do this thing called a uh, Moped Workshop LA, and yep. it's like they do like rent sessions and classes and kind of teach people like how to work on mopeds. And they've been doing this thing where they've been giving out raffle tickets and they've been building this one maxi together as a group. And they're gonna raffle the thing off. So, did they so, leave us a voicemail on our voicemail line of one eight zero four six eight three ninety five thirty three? No, they did not. But if anyone else wants to call in and leave us a question or a topic or something you'd like us to get into, you can hit our voicemail line and we'll play your voicemail on the show and we'll kind of get into it. Again, so, that phone number, number is eight zero four six three eight nine five three three. Moped Money Podcast. Give us a call. Yeah, and you can also email us anytime. You know, at the same email, Moped Money Podcast at uh, gmail dot com. All right, cool. Let's hit this call. I think it's a live call. We're actually calling someone. Never happened. No, it always happens. No, it's good. Hey, what's going on? This is Nicole. Out of the bathroom. No. I do? I think I put it on the speaker. Yeah, put some tin foil on your head. You'll be good. <laughs> oh, we got it. <laughs> Boom. You guys hear us all right? Is this Moped yeah, Money? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was your Friendsgiving? Dude, Friendsgiving was pretty good. We just, like, kind of caught up about it, and, um... We had a bunch of people here, like maybe 17 or 18 or something. Mary. House full of fucking hungry ass hobos. And we still have some like <laughs> rum drunk uh, moped friends here that have decided to hop on the podcast with us. And, you <laughs> know, apparently <laughs> they fuck. Yeah, do they fuck Mary? Hey, uh, Mary, Lady Kings, we fuck. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, dude. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, um, let me know who's uh, who's in the house with you guys tonight. Uh, we got Mike Boyd, Nicole Birch, 
and Jason Galvin. Sick, sick. Welcome. Um, you guys want to each just uh, introduce yourself and like how you got into mopeds and if you're in a club or have like an affiliation or anything? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I'm, this is Mike. I was a creature starting in 2008 in San Francisco. Uh, got into moped, moved to that city, had never heard of those things before, thought they were scooters. I uh, ran into a bunch of the guys in the creatures and they told me about this subculture and all the crazy parties and rallies they went to. And I didn't believe it. I had no idea what they were talking about. And I thought it was so dumb. <laughs> and then I saw it for the first time at the uh, Sacramento rally. <coughs> I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the second rally they had. And it blew me away. I'd never seen anything like that before. And I was like immediately, immediately in love with it. So I got a, got a moped, started riding, was terrible at wrenching. Didn't know, like, didn't know anything about mechanics or how engines work, anything like that at all. And frankly, wasn't interested in that part. I really just liked the riding and partying part. And uh, eventually moved to Austin, became ACR 512, and then I just retired from that game this year. Uh, so that's, that's my story. This is Nicole. I'm a bully and a gasket. Um, I got into mopeds around 2013 when Leslie Landis, who started the gasket and is also a bully, moved in next door. And... I said, how do I get one of those mopeds? And so her boyfriend, Jake, who is a knucklehead, sold me a moped, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> yeah, this is Jason. I'm a, I'm a bully and a gas guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did it. We've infiltrated. <laughs> it's not true. <laughs> I have a jacket. <laughs> but you also have a penis. <laughs> yeah. True. Uh, yeah, I lived in a, a really, really busy part of town oh back in you know, 2008, 2009. I was tired of looking for a parking spot on the weekend. Uh, it just it did, didn't happen. So one day I was driving home from work and I saw a moped chained up with a for sale sign on. I was like, oh, that's dope. I pulled it, I called the guy, he brought it out, I bought it. Bought it off right there. Yeah. Like 400 bucks. A little Minarelli. I rode that thing around for like two years, not realizing like other people kind of like these things. And then uh, I saw, I found Moped Army and I found, I saw that there was uh, the Wooly Bullies in LA and they were having a rally. So I hit them up. I went to their rally, fell in love with these guys. Um, started going to other rallies with them, hanging out with them. Here we are, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> ten years later, uh, lifestyle. Yeah. yeah, I want to see. I wish we did those like how everyone's doing those like ten year pictures right now. I wish there was like the pre moped and then the moped picture, like <laughs> after you go ten years deep into mopeds. <laughs> yeah, you shower with that, dude. If, if there if there was a pre if there was a pre moped picture of me, it, it would be like so disrespectful neat and mil military schools <laughs> <laughs> I'd, be I'd be that asshole just like god damn it there you go we, we that lost explains you. it all <laughs> how haggard are we <laughs> I'm, I'm super haggard dude, dude uh, he's been doling out the rum like deep 
tonight. I've been doling out not, no no. He has been doling out the rum. I've been doling out no rum, man. Man. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we need like the uh, the like the like bring. Ding 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 ding. Bring back super super clean mopeders like at a rally. We'll do like you know like undercover rally where everyone has to dress super neat. Dude, I stay pretty solid. I don't I don't change a lot. I wear I wear prom. I'm not the filthiest mopeder typically at the rally, so I'm all right. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to say something since I'm here. So can we do a moped prom? This would be like super sick. This is not the topic oh, we're yeah. on right now. <laughs> I know there's, there's already clubs that do that. I know. Um, for one second. What, 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 no, we're live. What are you no, talking about? I found a picture of Jason the other day. Oh my god, dude, we're not <laughs> doing this right now. When I, I was going through pictures of us. And our dog and everything. Sam's from Miami. This is a podcast? Yes, this, this is part of that. In our first apartment together, Jason first started mopedding. Tell him. The first moped that he had, which was a Honda. Oh, Honda. It was it was the yellow one. Um, yes, I have proof of this. Was it a scooter? Okay. I like Keith's hat. And... Are you a flag girl? It was so cute. Oh my god. that you made for me oh and me zooming stop. around real quick it was freaking adorable jason's turning <laughs> red editing out all this all right this isn't ah. happening hey guess what jason just got fired by his only wife oh but, god yeah oh, god. boy right, you guys got a link link to a picture of that yellow hobbit <laughs> what do you mean do you mean the hobbit that jason almost died on <laughs> is that the one? Aka the, one, the rest of his life. <laughs> yeah, back to back to what you guys going on, man. I heard you guys are doing lots of workshops and building and gathering and. Uh... Yeah. So how did uh, Moped Workshop LA start? Oh yeah, so uh, that started. Nicole and I were hanging out at Crawford's, which is our local mopeding bar of choice, because the drinks there are the cheapest, and it was like a new bar that was in our neighborhood in like MacArthur Park area. And we would just hang out there and drink $3 Budweiser's and just talk about mopeds. She was in the gas jets at the time. And I was L.A. sort of just, I knew everybody, but wasn't really affiliated and kind of riding bikes. And actually, I was mostly riding a scooter at the time. Because <laughs> I was like over Shout out bed. Scooter Gang. Scooter Gang. Gang, 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 gang. I probably knew you five years before I ever saw you on a moped. Yeah, I was, uh, I had a bunch. And I was like not riding them or working on them because if you could, if we put a squad together real quick, then I'm just gonna squat that squad. <laughs> what? Uh, we'll play metal the realm and continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we were talking right about they're not gonna take uh, the they're not gonna take the rum or the fucking. <laughs> <laughs> let, let him explain. Oh, we need we need rum over we here. We need some rum. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so let, let, can, can I can I get back to my shit? You know, no, he's explaining about the workshop LA. What we came here for? Yeah, we, we love LA. You know what I'm saying, yeah, let him talk, bro. Chill. All right. Long story short, Nicole and I were like, yo, there's not there's nothing going on right now in the mobile community in LA. There's a couple shops here. You know, there's some there's some cool folks that are are working on other people's bikes, but. There's not like a shop that's collective. There's not like a garage that everybody uses. There wasn't really like a sense of community where you could kind of learn new skills or if you were a total noob, learn how to work on a bike. And we both discovered that that's something that we both wanted LA to have. 
somewhere um, trustworthy, some some place like the community to go yeah. and like and and actually shop. find somebody yeah. that has a common ground, which is cool. Yeah, and like have the tools there. That was a big thing for me. Is like have the specialty tools that you could actually instead of having to buy them each time that you had to work on a new type of bike. Well, then you're you're, like you're also gonna have box. to take the stop interrupting, sir. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it was kind of a selfish thing for me too because I just wanted to learn more about working on mopeds. So. And Boyd's a good teacher, and he knows a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like I mentioned, I I sucked at mopeds when I got into them. I didn't know how to turn a wrench. I didn't know shit. And all the creatures that knew me back then confirmed this. And even ACR, like I, so I learned a bunch from Lester's shop. I learned a bunch from like some of the OG guys and the creatures, like Elliot Ortiz and Graham, and just people that really knew the stuff back in the day. And they just slowly and patiently taught me this stuff as I learned. Well, what 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 kind of bike are you working on right now? For the class? No, no. Yeah. What 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 is your um? What's your? This isn't the motherfucking Nigel show. Let these guys talk. (laughs) I just want to know what he was working on, dude. So I like to work on ZAs. Like that's my new thing these days. I'm all about the ZAs again. That was my first bike, and now that learn what the fucking dudes talking about. (laughs) But the class bike. The class bike's an E50 Maxi. It's like the starter bike, you know? Like, that's what we wanted to teach everybody. No, I say the CAs are not starter bikes. No, the E50 is what we started with the class. I'm wor- Personally, I'm working on VAs for, for my getting around town. But for the Moped Workshop, we took a really haggard E50 Maxi that was completely just rusted out, junk. Most of the parts were junk. And we completely disassembled it. And the, we had the class take it apart to the bare bolt and rebuild the entire thing, upgrading each part as they went. So we actually had them, you know, replacing the cranks, bearing seals, replacing, like, the rear wheel bearings. We went to, like, a steel axle in the back. We tried to teach each kind of upgrade they could do. So we picked an E50 Maxi because that's kind of, like, what everybody basically starts with. It's pretty to do some, like, 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 like the, um, the static cut gears and stuff like that? I think what he's asking is like performance wise when you guys started working on this like uh, boneyard waterlog piece of shit bike did you guys start just like trying to make it stock and just get it going again or did you guys go straight into the the upgrade side of it when we first started the class uh, last year we did a whole thing where it was just maintenance teaching people pretty basic stuff on different types of bikes and then we had sort of a like a lab sort of thing where people could bring their own bikes and get help and advice and, and like parts lists and stuff like that. And then this year we decided to do the whole well, build bike thing. So, all right. So, so there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that you can like, um, you can upgrade, you know what I'm saying? So you can like you can go from like a uh, you can put fuzzy dice on the handlebars, <laughs> you can put eight balls on the in the inner tube valve stems. It, it just makes me look like yeah. it. Condoms <laughs> on the throttle. Condoms on the throttle grip. You, know, you can also fuck everything they're saying. Though. So you can also do like first, cut, first uh, like straight cut gears. You can do like reverse cut gears. There's a lot of things yeah. you've done. You can like you can also do like intern, in, internal like degressive and internal more more aggressive. <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> <Wrong. Saturday night. laughs> you guys yeah. are festive. Yeah, just chill. Just chill. Yeah, I think yeah, you know, know what I'm saying. I think even no, what you're saying, there's tons of things you I'm can not do talking to, you, to I'm Maxis talking to him. and E50s and mopeds in general. Um, well, I want to know, like, how'd you guys decide 
how to break down the classes on what to do when did you like yeah. have it all written out in structure like in advance for each week or like what were the increments of like when you worked on it that was the hardest part that was the hardest part of the class is we trial and error trial and error really i mean we knew that the first class was disassembly and what we had to learn from that first class is like what we needed to fix for sure because we didn't really know what the bike was going to offer in the first place like and what would work what wouldn't work so after disassembly, we met together and decided like, okay, where do we want to go with this project and what do we need to fix and what can we upgrade? Um, and then we decided to go with like the usual, like if you had the bike in your garage, like get it to a rolling frame first and then work on the motor. Um, and it also was dependent on like how much cash we had between us. So this is a free class. Like the whole idea is like you don't pay to do this. Like you show up and you, you're interested in mopeds and you want to hang out and you want to get your hands dirty. So the two rules that we had thought up for this class was like the biggest rule is the the class participants are the ones that are doing all the work. Like we're not physically putting in the bearings on the crank. We wanted the class to do it. I kept yelling at them, no Mike touched the bike. <laughs> yeah, because me and Mike Foley were the main instructors. So it's hard not to. Like you want to, like it's instinctual, you want to just do it, but we we put the stuff, the tools in their hands, showed them how to do it. And then the class participants actually had to do the, all of the assembly and all the repair and all the cleaning. Um, the second rule, we wanted it to be free. Like we did not want this to be like a charged class. So it was hard. We had to like figure out ways to raise money for the parts that we were going to get. Now, do you think that if you were able to like put this out and I know, like I'm sure you did some local social media stuff to find out, you know, like who's actually going to come to the class and who can you reach that doesn't a overwhelm your class, but also gets some some asses in the seats. You know, uh, if you think, do you think that like charging that class participants like five or ten bucks for like, and that would go towards drinks and parts, and then you could actually like, you know, maybe do a little bit more with it and have a like a more legitimate classroom setting would be helpful, or do you think what you got working now is like the way to go? Yeah. Oh, there's a cat fight out front. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I don't know, okay. Give yeah, this cat uh, some rum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because the one thing is, like, sometimes when people have something for free, they don't really respect it or care. And Why is it <laughs> What's that? No, he's talking about something inside the room. Yeah. Oh, got it. <laughs> we got those cats going over here. <laughs> but yeah, so one thing is like sometimes people, when it's free, like they don't necessarily feel compelled to show up every class. And so there's that whole aspect of it. Like, does it make sense to make it free? And if somebody actually pays for it, then they have expectations and they're probably more likely to show up. But I think what we really wanted to do was just make there be zero barriers to entry. Like, you don't have to be at class one to come to class two. You don't have to be at class three, like you can come, you can pop in. We're going to start a new subject. We're going to go over the basics. Um, you can jump in and turn a wrench. Like you didn't really have to be at previous classes to jump into each new class. And that was kind of the idea. Um, also we all work day jobs. So we really were worried about whether or not we could provide the value. Necessary. We don't want to rip anybody off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking five bucks a head to pay for beer, and you know you come out of the head each class with twenty, twenty, thirty bucks, you know, on top to pay for parts, you know. 
Well, we ended up doing a ride and a fundraiser. Someone donated a Tomos to us last year. Mm-hmm. So we fixed that up and we did a ride and then we did a raffle at our, our local bar, Crawford. And uh, we ended up making a, a pretty fair amount of money. People donated other stuff to raffle. So we <laughs> used that money to, you know, buy parts and all that for the rest of the year. I think it took us through. Where, where do you yeah. host your class at? Is it like a public moto shop? Do you have your own space like that's dedicated like a public safe area where somebody would be like for us, we've got garages, either whether it's in an alley behind some shady shit or like <laughs> in the hood, in the back alley, in somebody's backyard. Like, do you guys have like something that's a public, you know, like where somebody would feel comfortable who didn't know anything about mopeds showing up and being part of this class? Yeah, and usually I would give a shout out at this moment, but we found out that the shop is closing on December 15th permanently. Ooh. So we have a shop here in, in California and in LA called Lucky Wheels. And it was a, a great do-it-yourself motorcycle shop. And they were really open to moped riders as well. And they let us do the shop there for free. And they were super supportive of us and gave us like a lift each time that we did it. Uh, nicest guys in the world. And it's a major blow to lose that shop. They're going to go private. Because it, it, it was a membership-based do-it-yourself shop. Mm-hmm. They even like built us a couple drawers specifically for moped tools. So we all kind of donated our moped tools, and we had like a moped section in there. Oh, that's really cool, that's yeah. cool, yeah. Yeah, so if uh, people came in the shop and wanted to just pay to buy time to work on their bikes, yeah. the tools are already there. That's a great idea. Yeah. I wonder if it's in a frame would be into something well, like that. And we used to have, we have a motorcycle shop here that's, uh, that's a Harley's Davidson shop, and it actually used to be like one of the, one of those things that was like, Dude, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what this is. Yeah, we, we had a communal shop here for a little bit, but they, with their business, they had to go private kind of the same way. They just didn't have the space to deal with, like, all the extra bikes and all the other people and, like, the headaches of, like, dealing yeah. with extra stuff. Yeah, but I'm still wondering if they would be curious in, in, in like, letting us host a, a shop night there, you know? That'd be kind of cool. they into it. They, they do their own kind of wrench night where they'll do, like, a carb class or they'll do a ignition class where they're teaching people how to work on things. So I'm yeah, sure you we could probably talk to them and do one. You should talk to them. It's, it's having a shop, like, it's like, a space that's kind of, like you mentioned, like, having it, like, a professional space it's a lot less shady. So when people that don't know anything about mopeds have never been on moped army, don't know anything about that there even is a subculture. Like yeah. when they show up to like an actual business, they don't feel like maybe they're going to get like robbed or something. Yeah, that's you know? what I was. Wor- <laughs> that's what I was th- talking about. Like if you walk into the back of somebody's yard and like it's just like, hey, I'm a 40 year old mom, and I'm you know like my kid's interested in mopeds, and I want to know more information about it, and boom. A, a lot yeah. of a lot of people don't get a lot of respect when when you go to like a like a regular shop and you're like yeah I want my moped worked on. Well, we lucked out, and part of the reason is when this shop opened and I heard about it, I purposely rode up on like the dorkiest fucking scooter that I could, just to see if they were like a bunch of har- like Harley dudes and like had a bunch of attitude about motorcycles or if they were actually just cool guys that like bike. And luckily for us, it was the latter, and they were totally cool with, like, every kind of bike that comes in there. That's I even donated a moped to the shop so that they could have one to, like, go on rides when the Wooly Boys had I a mean, rally. That's also a lot of stigma. Like, you're saying, like, we, we, like, a lot of us go to, like, places that we need. We, we actually, like, the pe- people that have the, the tools and, like, the, the longevity to, to build stuff. 
But we can't because they shun us away because we're we're not. We don't. Who shunned you away? Who shunned you away? Who shunned you away specifically? What shunning goes on here? Yeah, see, I haven't had this issue. Like, I go to the Suzuki shop and they're supportive. They're lying. I go to the I go to the Honda shop. I love I love Jason and Thomas. And Ashley. The Harley shop will crack on us, but if you're wittier than they are, which it's pretty well, easy to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We actually had a, a, a running beef like online for a little bit with our with the Harley shop, the like the DIY Harley shop here because uh, they have a podcast too. So we just had like a bunch of like podcast beef. We were like throwing memes <laughs> back and forth. Like it didn't work out. We kind of lost the battle real hard. <laughs> That was funny though. <laughs> yeah, but it was interesting. Was it? Um, I had a question. I, I reached out to uh, to like Instagram earlier, just to, like you know, see if anyone had a topic or questions for you guys. And our friend uh, Dewey Martin, he's actually pretty cool. You can follow him on Instagram. He like makes a bunch of like woodwork stuff out of like reclaimed uh, skateboard decks. But uh, oh, he said, uh, like, how much like how like how much growth have you guys noticed like in your scene like from the start of what you guys are doing and. Has it been mainly like new riders, or is it just like an educational thing for like existing riders? Well, I it's mostly it's mostly new riders, but uh, we found this year that it's a pretty consistent group of people that are fairly new. Yeah, we have one guy that's never ridden a moped in his life and never owned one. He just thought it would be an interesting thing to learn, and he's like my favorite dude in the class. He probably came the most as well. Yeah. Yeah. But in so, terms of growing the team... So one, one, one person? Do you got one extra? <laughs> no, that's the thing. is like We don't really know. So far, we haven't been able to tell if the class itself has helped grow the scene or not. Because the LA scene right now is sort of... There's not a lot of rides. There's not a lot of meetups. We're, we were kind of trying to kickstart that as well by doing this class. And that hasn't really happened, like that second part. So my, my highest hope is there's a couple people in this class that are like on the younger side. And it seems like they're interested in maybe kind of starting their own small club. And I would love that. Like I would love if LA got some like new blood, some new, new crews riding around, completely fresh to mopeds. But we haven't been able to tell. Like in terms of class participation, yeah, we have like five to, I guess I'm the best class of 10. Yeah. Um, and like, I guess four to five is like pretty much the consistent number. So it's hard to tell if it's actually going to help or not. Is it five people that you always have already known or is it just like five out in the wild people? Uh, no, I didn't know any of these people. These that's were all, awesome. these were all new yeah, that's really me. good. Yeah. yeah. So that's not including yourselves then. Yeah, that's a pretty solid situation for what he's got. It's this with the Seven Hill Scooter. They'd be like, "Yeah, all five of us showed up for our class." Yeah, I mean that's thing too. Like, I know we've we've kind of been having that running thread like in Moped Army recently about like the age group of moped riders and like how to get like new blood to kind of come into this weird hobby that we all like love so much. But is this really going to be an air trip? And just just like. Dealing with, like, trying to find younger kids that want to learn to wrench and learn to ride and, like, really get involved. It's, like, it's a tricky situation. It's hard to do. So it's, it's cool, like, seeing, like, you guys take a different angle at it than, like, a lot of other people. Yeah, we, we tried for that. I think what we failed at, maybe, was how to recruit people at that age. Because we just don't know what they're into. So 
when I when I was first in the creatures, like we actually used MA as like a chat room because nobody fucking used Facebook that often. And that's just it was super simple and easy way to like talk to your friends. Uh, it was like a, it was like before group me, group me. Yeah, yeah. And now it's kind of hard to figure out exactly what's going to work to to reach kids that are completely like hooked in and like on a ton of different social media networks and like how to actually reach out to them and make them interested in doing something like this. I don't know if we got that perfectly or not. We tried. We did like Instagram, Facebook, but I feel like maybe there was other yeah. avenues that we tried. Do you guys, uh, all right, so you got, let's just say, an average of five uh, people show up to the class. Uh, do these people have their own bikes, and what are they uh, uh, gender-wise? Like, for us, we've, we've noticed an uptick in uh, female riders, which is great. Uh, Lady Kings? Yeah, uh, Lady Kings. Uh, uh, Lady Kings! Which is which is no, which is no surprise, but these people that are showing up, do they have their own bikes? And are they, is it you know what's the ratio, of ladies to boys? More ladies, uh, more ladies to boys. It's it's definitely not more ladies to boys here. Um, we've had we've had a few ladies that are that we didn't know before. You know, the work. Yeah, we we wanted this to be something that was going to work that way where it was going to be at least 50 50 if not more ladies we wanted it to be like anybody feels comfortable showing up the idea is you don't necessarily need to know anything or own a moped and or own tools like you should just be ready to just come and like take your pants off and wrench yeah Oh my. I think year one worked out a little bit better, but then year two, like this, the current year, it's definitely been more dudes, and it's, it's mostly been guys, like younger guys that were interested in it. Well, I think the couple ladies we had this year were sort of intimidated, and I think it was because of the we're building a bike from start to finish. Yeah. So when it came to things like porting, uh, one girl, I, I literally had to be like, get the Dremel. Do it. You're not gonna fuck it up. It's a Dremel, and you know if we fuck it up, we fuck it up. Yeah, right. exactly. Lady <laughs> fuck. Like, is it, is it one of those things where you guys do? Do you guys do like a Dremel class where you just take a bunch of old like trash, like stock cylinders? I think it's that'd be. I think that'd be a fun class just because just it's to like, work old metal. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, matter if you fuck it up. It's hard just to actually learn how. Just to actually learn how to use the tool and get comfortable with it. Yeah, that would, that would be a really good idea. Like, that's a good point. Like, because like even uh, Dremlin for uh, uh, Alexander came in town. And he's a little, you know, not exactly a Dremel guru out of the gates. To, but to watch him use a Dremel, it might have been a better idea to send someone of his similar skill level to a garbage kid at first to just have them work the metal and see what happens. You know? Right? Yeah. No, we, we thought about that a little bit too late. And instead what we did was just decided that like between us, we have a bunch of E50 cases. So it was no harm, no foul. If they did fuck it up, we would just replace it with a different E50 case and then use that fucked up case for like a bigger transfer kit. But uh, we, also showed them how to, like, we also showed them how to like mask off the areas that they didn't want to accidentally get board or anything like that we like showed them the safest way to dremel so in case they did it themselves later uh they could do the same method and they didn't fuck it up they did a really good job like they were actually porting to uh polini so it wasn't like the easiest port job to do but 
definitely wasn't the hardest. Yeah. But they did a great job. But we did have enough material in the beginning. So with the, the one person I'm talking about in particular, it was at the very beginning. So I was like, just kind of test it out. There's enough material there that you're not going to really fuck it up. You know? Sure. Yeah. We also, yeah. I'm sorry. Good. Go ahead. Well, we just wanted to, we wanted to show them like, don't be afraid to jump in I on a moped. It's like, mistake get made. Warm so, and like, fuzzy. <laughs> a warm one. <laughs> Don't worry about that. I was just fucking around. What, what about the what about those guys? Do they have bikes that they're working on themselves? Is that why they came to the class, or are they just interested in what you were doing in, in as a group? Yeah, definitely. Some of the dudes had bikes. Uh, some of them got bikes during the class. Yeah, some pick them up uh, as we went along. They wanted their own bikes and pick them up. So they, they would, whenever they would run, they would ride their bikes to the class. Uh, and then sometimes after the class, we would like give them pointers or like, you know, actually have to help them troubleshoot. We did a lot of, a lot of one-on-one helping, you know, like we've got this problem. Let's, let's figure it out together. You know, some pro tuning tips. Yeah. That's, That's cool. another thing too. Like, like learning mopeds is one thing, but like learning in a group is a thousand times easier because all those little details that you learn like over the years of fucking with these dumb bikes, it's like you don't it's hard to find out those little like ins and outs of like the thing you just can't figure out, you know? And I think if you're a student, like uh you're gonna think you need to remember everything, but you don't need to remember any of it. Just you being there doing it and having the experience is really like what's clutch. You can remember it later if necessary. Like just getting your hands in there and getting dirty is a lot. Well, I know when we did our first, like, rebuild, it was actually a lot of information to, like, it was like, I'm going to remember all this. I'm going to build a No, you head. shouldn't remember any of it realistically. The next day, I was like, what the fuck all. did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember anything. I don't... But I, I like to write it. <laughs> so, <laughs> it goes faster now, so shit. Oh, yeah. But it definitely, it definitely does. Um, so these workshops are actually really important because all at once, it's actually for someone that's just starting off with mopeds, it's really intimidating. There's a lot of information yeah, and you came once, to the workshop and, and, and you were scared like a rabbit, you know? Yeah, I still am. Like, every time someone watches me pick up a wrench, I'm, like, shaking. Like, these motherfuckers know everything. I'm sh- I'm yeah, fucked. but the reality is we don't know everything. Every bike's different. Every right. fucking engine is different. Yeah, every nut and bolt is rusted slightly differently. Like, we don't. Yeah. We're guessing. We know a little bit more about technique, maybe. But, like, the particular motor, like, it's... You know, it's it's really one on one for every engine. For me, the workshops are important because I'm getting my hands in tools. I'm learning to pick up a fucking wrench. I'm learning to see what size I need. Yeah, look at the parts. And it's all trial and error. Exactly. It's all trial trial and error. All hail Lady Kings! All hail Lady (laughs) Kings! Member of hey, we're the Lady Kings. One, one member, and uh, we're looking for members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two members. You got two members, and uh, we fuck. We <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit up real hard. Oh my god! Oh my hey, you have like three members right now. Three. 
Three. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> Nailed it. Go yeah, that's good inspiration for everybody out there in the podcast world, man. Like, Hi. you guys started doing this with no money, not charging anybody anything, Mom just getting some spare parts together, and y'all are y'all are bringing a community together of unknown team randos and like making an effort. And I know it's a like for you guys, it might seem like a small, futile effort sometimes, and sometimes it feels like a great success, but like effort is everything. Like every little bit of effort, everything. personally, that I put in the MedPay community, I get back tenfold. So, like, I'm really hoping you guys get get it back ten plus fold. Folds. Folds. Hey. Folds. Yeah. You're in the background now, Gio. I have a lot of fucking tears from my pet people because you guys. You're just in the background right now. Take the mic. Yeah, because no one in in moped. You, you guys have you guys have watched me drop my kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's okay. You know what I'm we, we I love can you, Nigel. Yeah. I, can, I can say that. You know, you know why? Because it's, it's the real. birth of a moper. Real shit. Oh, God. <laughs> but, Drunk you know I'm just saying, like, you guys are like probably my, my better friends. And, I love you, you man. The most, most positive <laughs> friends that I've ever had, like, from birth. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys, like. Nigel. What are you talking about? Well, I can I can honestly say the same thing about most of the people that I've met in Moped. Love you so much. Most, most, most of the friends that I've made from Moped, I'll I mean I want these people as my friends for the rest of my life. You know, like the one thing Moped I can say good. for all the Moped people I've ever met, buy more deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious, me? Hey, that goes into that 10-year moped. Yeah, a 10-year moped. When you first started, you, you wore, you wore your, uh, what's the, uh, cool water cologne and your deodorant, and now you don't wear shit. You're just two-stroke old and stinking like a fish. Yeah, I think, I think maybe one of my favorite 10-year transformations is probably Rigsby. Oh, my Grisby. <laughs> I don't know him from the beginning, dude, so that's looking a hard one for me. I know where he's, at. I I know where he's at now. He's a fresh, cute young man. Damn. Yeah, I call him cute mo- moped boy when I go to Michigan. Who? <laughs> <laughs> Ashley! That's yes, actually secret moped crush. Boy. Secrets out. I've explained this before. I'm not attracted to him. He's just a real cute moped boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do you think is the cutest moped boy? Lady Kings. Lady Kings. <laughs> I call a lot of people boy. Yeah. I'm voting wow. Mike Boyd because he's not in the room right now. I want to pull a name out. QCB. Who's that boy? What's up? One of the best looking moped boys in, in the game. QCB. Uh, Ryan. Ryan. QCB oh. Ryan's right up there with the, with the cute moped boy. This is a good looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, if, you, if, if I catch you in my tent, I will fuck you. <laughs> His wife's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> His wife's a babe. Ryan, they're waiting for you. 2020 <laughs> moped uh, calendar. Yeah, the, uh, the band type like thing. <laughs> we're gonna put our GQ best out there. We're gonna have a full calendar of just like riding dubs, you know? No, when everybody struggle, hears struggle. Not you're in the background yelling. No one hears you. I hope you're clean. Anyway, <laughs> dude. So, did you guys do like the? Did you guys paint the bike as a as a group too, or did you send it off for paint? No, that one we it was powder coat. So, the one thing the shop doesn't provide is like a powder coating or painting area. Uh, they got like sandblast, they got welding, they got everything else, but they don't have paint. 
so uh, our boy Danny and the bullies. Dirty Danny. Dirty Danny. <laughs> he hooked us up, and he, he has a powder coat set up in his backyard in the boys' house that he uh, he did it for free, which is awesome. And we owe him a big time. We also owe Elliot Giffith from SF. Uh, you know, if you know him, he does, like, amazing work in, like, fashion design and stuff. And he recovered the seat for us in, like, this awesome gray leather. So we kind of reached out to the community in L.A. to see who, who had, like, time or ability to help us out with this. And we got really positive uh, contributions from everybody. Well, yeah, Treats helped us out. We've had a lot of other people in the community help us out, too, monetarily or just bartering. Yeah, it was, it's been great. Like, that's why we've been able to do it for free and just with like a fundraiser is because, you know, people are willing to donate a little bit of their time or their skill to help us out with that. And, uh, that's why we're raffling the entire bike off to a member of the class. I think that's kind of, that was the most important part of this year's concept was that not only is the entire class going to rebuild this bike and it's going to be a Polini bike with a pipe and better gearing and a reinforced clutch and all that shit. But it's also, somebody's going to win this bike. This coming Saturday to seven. Basically. It actually worked. Yeah. yeah. The only people that can win that bike are people that participated in the class. So if you're listening yeah, to this show and you participate in the class, I got five on it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Did they know at the beginning of the class that you guys were going to raffle the bike off? Yes. Yeah. We announced that we were going to do it. I don't think they had any idea of like what it was going to look like at the end until the class went on. Cause like when we announced that we were doing it and they saw the, the bike, it was a piece of shit. <laughs> but it was kind of our insight there. Like, Hey, you don't know what this is going to be, but you could have a bike, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. So kind of, it was like, you get a bike no matter what, but it turned out to be this pretty, pretty sweet looking maxi. And, uh, every time you showed up to a class, you got a raffle ticket or like we took your name down. So like person a that went to like every single class, is going to have, what, eight, nine? We're, we, uh, we did ten classes. So yeah. if you went to every class, you get ten tickets. Oh, that's, that, how, that's, that's pretty cool. That's, that's, that's a good, good idea. Incentive yeah, I was curious about how you classes. actually raffled it off. Yeah, that's a good idea. So yeah. that's like more of the, you guys were asking about, um, you know, payment and how to get people involved. That was like sort of our little carrot. Exactly. And it, cool. it, hopefully it brings somebody new into the scene because, Obviously, we hope that it's somebody that doesn't have a bike that's going to win, but it could be anybody. It could be somebody that only showed up for one class, has a bunch of bikes, they could win. Uh, it also could be one of the several people that have zero bikes, and now they're going to be ripping through the streets of L.A. on a cleaning maxi. For something they paid nothing for and only participated in. Yeah, yeah and they're going to know that bike inside and out, which is a cool part. Yeah, which yeah is a, it's like a double a, win. Yeah, that's the thing a lot of people don't know when they get their first bike, you know? Exactly. This is a stupid, brilliant idea. I want to steal it. Well, everyone should steal it. This is like, I think, that's why, why, like, one of the things I want to bring you guys on for, it's like, what you guys are doing is super cool. It's super helpful for the community. We've been having this long discussion about how to grow the It's also scene. really hard work, I mean, to actually do it. You guys yeah. are actually doing it, which is a lot tougher than talking, talking about, about it. it you know? Yeah. And if more clubs and more scenes got together and did this as, like, a project throughout the year... Did this okay, project so throughout the year would help like build their scene and like I don't know I think it helps a ton. So then you have to tell that me. leads us to our idea for next year. We're not sure how much time we all have, so we're kind of thinking we're not 100 percent sure of doing some YouTube videos in hopes 
that people can take this and run with it and start moped workshops in their city. So yeah, we know that the, the main gang, but like you guys and, and all of the yeah, MA yeah. gang, but you guys know what you're doing. You, you can figure out your own version of this easily. And we absolutely think you should, if you think it's something that will be cool in your town, like this is not something that we're like, Oh yeah, it's our idea. Like we want, the whole idea was like, let's get the community going. Like, let's, let's do it in LA. Yeah, I mean, we totally do like a private-esque version of it, you know? Like, we just like, hey, on our own group chats, whatever, we're having like a Moped Hobbit building party or or Mary's bike. You know, Mary's bike broke down, so it's an all-girls wrench weekend type shit. And like, you know, the ladies get together and hang out and, you know, help each other work on the bike. And I'm there for pointers and tips, but I don't stay involved. But it's not most... It's not really like an open to the public event, so like it'd be really cool to take what to you guys have done and make it a little bit more public and 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 set set ourselves out there, but also have an opportunity to bring somebody else in. And even if you broke, well, it, sorry, even if you broke it down to like a like you know fewer times, like maybe do it twice a month. So that way, it's like it kind of offsets like your group rides if you if your scenes doing weekly rides. You can have like a weekend day, like twice a month or once a month, even where you're doing this build thing as a group to, you know, try to pull in more people. And like, I think the YouTube thing or internet thing would really help it a ton too, because it's like there's so much more reach with like that kind of media than just like only people who can see it are the ones who are there, you know? Yeah. The hands on the hands on part is super important. I actually wanted to do a like a part portion of the class just dedicated to like stripping out screws, like stripping out bolts, so you could feel, physically feel how much force it takes and like what that feels like. I just wanted to do that. We didn't get to do it, but you just wanted really to important. destroy shit. <laughs> yeah, I wanted that's to how destroy, learn, that's how you learn. That's how you learn. Yeah. So yeah, I think next year, since we don't have the shop um, and we, we kind of want to continue to use this as a project uh, because the four of us really enjoy it. And by the way, I got to shout out Mikey. Holy Mikey couldn't be on the on the call because he's driving down from NorCal and it's like rainy and dark and dangerous. We were gonna call, have him call in, but I think it's not a good idea. But he was uh, integral to this whole thing, so shout out to Mikey. But yeah, the four of us want to still be able to do this kind of stuff, even though the shop is gonna be closing. So we think we're gonna try to do some like really really well produced videos, uh, like getting deep into like like I said earlier, ZA fifties. I think that's probably the next one that we do, but um. Interesting videos that are like really, really in depth. Yeah. We we might also get into like you know how to flip a moped. Flippers edition. Flippers edition. What to do when you Satan's, high side? Satan's did it already. I saw him flip a moped off a ramp into the river. <laughs> right, that's the best, that is the best moped flip ever. Yeah, that's probably still my top ten like rally promo videos. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> And we will top it one day. We just have to get as rad as the Satans. <laughs> I don't know, man. We've got a long way to go before we have our own TV show. <laughs> Wait, it sounds like you guys are talking about doing like a bomb prom type thing, too. We probably like, won't. That's probably all talk. Yeah, it's all uh, talk. <laughs> we have enough. You know yourself, man. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about, you know? <laughs> Well, that's what I'm saying. Talk is cheap. You guys are out there doing it. You're like, you know, who gets the real problems? Like, yeah, we're in here sitting behind the, the, you know, shit trying to produce a podcast. But realistically, if you weren't out there making your fucking moped, you know, classes and clubs weren't out there getting together and people weren't riding and didn't have stories to tell, 
There's no fucking point in us being here. So thank you guys for doing what you do. Well, yeah, and like, like, thank you guys because uh, having a podcast is such an exciting time for mopeds right now. People tend to think once you've been in the scene for ten years or whatever that everything's been done, but then new stuff crops up and it's super interesting and fun. So like, this podcast is one of those things. Like, I love it. Yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we did it! <laughs> yeah. Ring a dinger, dinger. That's the moped okay. sounds. <laughs> That's it. I'm done. I can't drink anymore. I was trying to get drunk enough to fight on Nigel's level, but I can't yeah. get there. Wait, how many black black do you guys have over there? Uh, just me and just, Nigel right just now. Nigel. Black, 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 Wet Wet Rally in Richmond, uh, August uh, 21st or some shit like that. Wet Wet, you're welcome. Uh, The 2020 uh, Mopin Army Jet Ski Club. It's the rally of getting arrested on jet skis in the James. Yeah, there's going to be some dumb shit happening. I don't know if we're going to survive. Someone's got to become the new Philly, dude. Yeah, for real, I really want to drag a rally down to Richmond in the summertime so I can do like the the full river float. That'd be fun. That'd I be always awesome. wanted to do a rally slash river float. Like, jump in. Everybody's got tubes. Have the tubes ready to go. Just grab a tube. And if you don't, it's like musical White people, tubes. get ready for sunburn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're literally on a float for five hours and you come back. No, no, I don't do the five hour. Yeah, it's like three, it's like three hours. The but yeah, thing's pretty long. It's pretty yeah, long, it's but it's so rad. The whole thing. That'd be my wet wet rally. Yeah. Fuck the jet yeah, skis. Yeah, I'll go to that. I haven't been to a Richmond rally since 2019. No, sorry, that's Oh my god, this year, what are you talking about? the only rally in Richmond, though. 2011? 2011? So you're coming from Wet Wet? What was Wet Wet? It was probably one of Satan's rallies, yeah. Yeah, the last Satan rally? I think it was the last Satan rally. Yeah. They haven't had a rally in a long time, man. Last Satan rally was like fucking like 10 years ago. That's what we're saying. Last Satan rally. I'm saying I'm old. Old, not so washed up, they're still doing cool shit, but uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, old, old fucking holler to your boy Tab. Oh, yeah, Tab. Plug your boy Tab. Yeah, new Satan crew, dude. Tab's house. Tab's house club. One day we'll see him out on the road. Dude, I'm really pumped on how the scene's going right now. We have a ton of new clubs that are, like, coming up. Like, Mopin Army got four new clubs, like, in this year. Like, I don't know. Like, I say it's hard for us to get new people in, but there's still... Like that wave of younger clubs that's kind of coming up now. I'm telling you that this type of shit right here, the podcast, doing this these fucking workshops, this is what makes yeah. it happen. Getting it's, out. Get people excited right, about right, moving. Right, right, right. that, Mary, like going out and, yeah. and getting in the happen. city. Getting in the city and like seeing, letting people see you on your bike or riding as a, as a group. You know, even if it's only like two of you, man, or it just, makes a huge difference. Just getting people to ride sketchy bikes for 10 minutes <laughs> is like the best fucking joy that you can get. Yeah, no brakes, no problems. It's like, you know, you can get them hooked on it. Like, sure. you know, I like the, like all those new scooter companies are doing these like uh, ride uh, demos, kind of like they do like Triumph ride demos and stuff. I think we stick to just yeah. go to a college and have like a legit like. 
I don't know if you could organize it so it was actual like real event. Like, yo, we're doing like a ride. Like, just lie to them that you're like some new business coming to town and you're trying to like promote vintage uh, scooters or something and like set it up. I think the trick is to go to like really a motorcycle good. show and just like, yeah, take it for a rip. Smile ride. Too. Yeah, smile ride right here. Yeah, take, take the Build a bike you don't really care about. Stock bike. A couple like busted kits, busted parts, but it's together and solid and reliable well, enough. What if we could build like a like a cone course at like a bike night? Like talk to the guys who organize bike night and build a cone course. That'd be so sick. And like, yo, here, ride this little cone course we have in this empty parking lot. On on this moped. On a on a moped. It's like when the police used to come to your elementary school and have bike day. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Dare session, dude. Yeah, I always just hid my weed. <laughs> I can't hear anything. All right, well, cool. Thanks for being on the podcast. You want to wrap it up? You got more to do. I'm good, man. You guys got any questions you want to ask us? No, we love your podcast, man. Thank you. Yeah, you guys want to shout out the uh, the date for the raffle again one more time and where people can find you guys on the internet? Um, the raffle is happening next Saturday, which is December 7th at Walt's Bar. Um, by the way, shout out to Jeff from Choke. He is the guy who owns Walt's Bar. He's the own the moped shop in LA. Uh, it'll be at 4 p.m., and you can find us on uh, Instagram at Moped Workshop LA. My, my other question, just before we go, do you guys have a way for people out in the wild to donate monetarily to your cause? Wow. We never mm. thought that that question would ever be asked. A donate <laughs> function, dude. Like, it's legit. Like, people will help, you know? Yeah, so we probably are going to make a post on MA General Forum. It's about what we're doing and kind of encouraging people to, to try to do the same thing like you guys mentioned. Uh, and we'll just put all of our like information on how to reach us. I don't think we need any more donations this year because we're going to raffle off the bike. But uh, next year's a different year, so we'll get back to you on that. Yeah, they may not so. want enough but it's money also, to get too big. Too it's fast. also not why we're doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I know. But like, let's just say you don't have time to do it. You could just have a bike to donate to, you know, do simple shit, you know, like a two week course versus a or every, every single can, week. She wants to provide like, like a lock or mail you guys a lock or something that they have laying around that could like, you know, help from the situation of like someone who just uh, want a bike. Or uh, he's or getting touched me inappropriately drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, She's touching me inappropriately. I hit us up for any inquiries on that. Moped workshop LA at gmail.com. Uh, awesome. we get back there pretty quick. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it, man. Um, keep up what you're doing. Uh, Mike, I love you. Stay black, homie. Yeah, baby. Stay black, 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 baby, baby, boy. Thanks for putting up with this shit show. All right, fuck your car. Right about bed. She's crying. It's the rum. Ugh. All right, we did it. Yeah. Oh my god. This episode uh, slipped down a slippery slope. It was good though. Of shitty showness. <laughs> we we kept it reeled in. In a um, world. <laughs> I was gonna talk about like maybe editing some of the bullshit out, but I think you what? guys are gonna yeah. enjoy it. Oh, you don't have your name. I didn't even get it. I'm gonna leave it all in there. Give it wrong. Stuff. Nigel making. Nigel from the worst. Nigel from the worst.
Hit me um, again, I'll kill you. Because uh, <laughs> we fuck. Yeah, because we yeah, fuck. Yeah, we fuck. Things get real. Fuck your car. Ride a moped. What is it? Dad! We, we have a web store now. We do. So if you guys want to support the podcast and help us out and what we got what going, going on, on? Uh, it's... I saw moped, Ashley. It's uh, mopedmonday.com. Pretty easy. Mopedmonday.com. And we got hoodies and t-shirts and pictures of our bikes and pictures other people's bikes and of- raffles and rallies that we've been to. Mm-hmm. You know, some cool stuff. Who's modeling these shirts for you? Um, these are internet models. Look at these sexy models. things right now. You know, Why take, aren't I part of this? When you take Photoshop and mock-ups, I'm going to try to get some nice shots with our friends wearing them. Where's like mommy real, at? Real moped people. Mm. But Where's mommy at? That dude doesn't fuck. <laughs> where's, where's mommy at? Well, there's a at? bunch of cool stuff, dude. We got the Blasters Club. We got that some is- moped shirts. They we got the... Fuck. Yeah, yes. exams and a bunch of other things. Check it out. We got Ladies King. I'd like to congratulate Jason on the launch of this website because if you haven't been there, again, the Moped Money Podcast is Lady King. We got the Moped pennant flags up, so they're pretty cool. You can hang them on your wall. You can put them up in your garage. Just say Moped Graveyard. If you don't have any swag in your your life, you need to get up on some shit. They come with things. Check it out. Uh, MopedMonday.com. Lady King. Oh, we're doing a discount code. Do what? As, people, as soon as people stop yelling, I can announce Woo! that we're doing a discount code. Oh, discount Woo! code for this episode only? Um, for the yeah, launch? Gonna, gonna do it for a week. Right. So, a week? So tomorrow, Moped Monday, be through okay, be okay. next Moped Monday, it's uh, the code is Black Monday. Woo! Since it's Black Friday, it's happening. It's BLK. B-L-K-M-O-N-D-A-Y. All one word. Black All Monday. one word. Okay. 10% off. Get and that shit. We'll do fast shipping. Shit will come to your door. Uh, the Christmas shirts I'm going to actually be printing next weekend. So they'll be in the mail Monday. It's so everything else is in stock. And yeah. All right. We did it. Cool. All right. cool. Thanks for calling. Later. Bye. 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 Touch your fly, was it moving? Like, no, it feels pretty locked up. Sounds like you're fucked, dude. Oh, boy. The wah, wah, wah.